Hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. All right. Hello, and welcome to Hi and Ding Dings. This is your royal partners, Rachel Cody, and I am here with special guest, a special guest, Curtis Alexi Severo. How are you? Hi. Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, still making my coffee and getting uh, ready for some God's green uh, earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I just did some uh, some yoga uh, prior to coming on, and that's always a that's like medicine, you know. I just got uh, my back just got my back up against this like radiator here in my cold apartment. Got my Christmas tree still up. Oh wow! So your Christmas tree up? That's awesome. Yeah, it's got the lights on and everything. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I think you celebrate Christmas anytime you want. And yeah, opening the day up with yoga is the best. I do the same. I love yoga. It's just good for like overall, like everything, you know? Oh yeah, like there's so many, like there's so much, you know, there's such a, like a, like a, this, this plethora of like, you know, of like, you know, like university studies on like the benefits of like yoga to your overall health, you know, and like strength, like immune system, like flexibility, blood flow, all that stuff, you know, relaxation. Yeah, yeah relaxation. And it just, I think it helps with longevity if you're alive in some ways, you know. Yeah, like, it reduces stress probably too. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely reduces stress. Like if I get anxiety or I'm just like, Ugh, feeling, you know, I'm just like, okay, gotta shake it off. Let's go get to the mat, you know, let's take it to the mat, let's get the yoga going, breathe, gotta breathe. Just, yeah, like even just some really good, like, really good, like, really prolonged just stretching is also just, like, you know, incredibly cathartic. Yeah, it really is. Just taking that moment to just uh, be with yourself. A lot of people don't know how to be with just themselves, you know? Yeah. It's uh, just to sit and quiet, but I think it's important to practice, even if you do three minutes a day starting out, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's definitely, I think, one of the most. One of the more undervalued and one of the more useful skill sets any individual can acquire in their lifetime. Yeah, I agree. I think so too. I, I like it. I remember when I first kind of got into yoga. Gosh, it's been some years. I'm sure I could look it up and see when exactly I started practicing like seriously. But I, I can't think I can go fully like too long without you know practicing, and I feel weird if I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Like I love exercising, and like if I go, you know, like like a week without without doing some kind of exercising, even if it's just like yoga or stretching or cardio or something, even during like the COVID times, like my you know I tend to feel off, you know. Right. Yeah. If you're feeling off, it's like you just gotta stick with it. You know, do some type of something. You know, get it anywhere. Have you ever heard of Kundalini yoga? I might know what it is. I don't know that I've heard that particular um, terminology before, though. <clears throat> Kundalini yoga, I think, is like you know, it's a different type of discipline than other yogas. Okay. Um, you have to do a lot of like breath work. You know, be comfortable. It's a lot of deep breathing, and even more so than normal, it's it's a lot of different kriyas and like you know, meditation like mudras. You know. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean, some of, I mean, some yoga, it's like, you know, I mean, because like, uh, you know, historically, right, like yoga is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like an umbrella term, you know, for these, like, like, you know, um, not just like, you know, physically demanding right. things, but like these spiritual practices that emerged in like, what was like ancient India or whatever it was. Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah, because 
it was like very important to I think the culture and just I think a lot of cultures and like the seeker ascetical way of life like all of that yeah definitely I agree with that for sure because I don't know it's just beneficial for I think everyone to at least you know to at least try it out and I'm sitting yeah. here sitting down because I got a hot coffee in my hands and honestly, I'm like such a big fan of like more of an Eastern lifestyle than a Western lifestyle. Right. Like I, I have been hardcore vegetarian for like since I was in like sixth grade. Like I, I'm into like all I, I like taking it easy, you know, relaxing. Uh, I'm into like you know like, uh, like right. the nutrient stuff. Like, oh, you know. so what do you think about the micronutrients? Like, um, how do you adapt that into your, you know? Uh, well, so like, like if I ever have like allergies or like you know hay fever or a cold <laughs> or something, like I'm all about like uh, you know like organic honey or like zinc uh, mm-hmm. um, or like vitamin D three. Uh, oh yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, I like I like that. Or, that will help. Or, or like if you have like a like a head cold, like just pounding, you know, like V8 or vitamin C or something until it goes away. Yeah, because those things are, I think, beneficial to your health in the way that I just take those. I uh, have for vitamin C. You know, I totally swear over any flu shot. I'm not anti-vaxxer. Don't come for me, y'all. Like I'm just saying my yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> you know, it's like I. I just swear by orange juice and oranges and upping those vitamin C. And of course, what they call, you know, like you said, vitamin D is like the sunshine pill, you know? And yeah, so, or zinc is too. Zinc is real good for immune system. and Right. Yes, zinc. Oh, I forget about that sometimes. But I think it's in the multivitamins. I think at least it's like. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. But I, I buy it. I get, I get it like, in, like I have a whole, like, honestly, like a treasure trove of, like, you know, antioxidant, micronutrient, like, kind of naturopathic medicine that I, like, kind of work with. Because, like, actually, little known fact, and you might. No, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but like I attended a, a, a Buddhist seminary for a while. And one of the oh, you talking, did? Yeah, where things, local? Yeah, this was in Kansas City, Missouri, and one of the things we talked about was like integrative medicine and like you know naturopathic medicine and Oriental medicine and like acupuncture yeah. and, and antioxidant treatment and like one of the one of the superfoods you know in the korean and vietnamese traditions of you know uh, uh renzai zen and, and zen buddhism is uh is obviously you know kimchi oh yeah i've heard of kimchi yeah it's like uh it's never tried it it's pickled cabbage and it's fermented and it's chock full of like vitamin a vitamin i think c or d and like k and it's got like zinc and antioxidants and fiber and sodium and um all the other stuff you know like any like right. that cabbage would have you know and it's really flavorful and spicy and yeah it's like a super food like they're like they're like kimchi museums in korea because people like swear by it so much oh kimchi museums yeah oh, like it's like awesome. the national food in south korea oh that's awesome i didn't know that it sounds good i like cabbage yeah but uh yeah no i just i just swear by all that stuff and that's just uh that's been my that's been my uh, my COVID thing, you know, like eating so your people, well, so, well, so many people were, you know, maybe you know doing a lot of like junk food, unhealthy type of stuff. I was just Ooh, yeah, a lot of been just like well, kind of basically fuck this. I'm gonna eat Twinkies and Ho Hos and, and just, like, well, the gyms are closed, which is 
that's their choice or prerogative. It's nothing wrong with that, you sure, know? Yeah. But, you know, I, I go mean, ahead. In terms of your, like, your emotional health, your mood health, and also just, like, you know, if you were to get sick, like, you know, a Twinkie is, you know, I don't know, I mean, it's not the same as, you know, eating, you know, a couple servings of vegetables a day, you know? Right, exactly. It's like, it's better to get some of those vegetables in. I tried to be a good, uh, vegan vegetarian <laughs> I, I think i could stand to eat a little bit more salads but i didn't eat enough salads salad. yeah, what, what, yeah. like, what i don't like though what i don't like are just those like substitute substitute food like which ones like uh, like which ones you don't like i don't like some of the morning star stuff oh uh, well yeah i don't like all of them but there's some the food the uh what are those things those uh morning star i think breakfast sandwiches Oh, are they um, breakfast sandwiches? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, here they are. There's these Morning Star Farms veggie breakfast sandwiches, and it's really, really good. I was surprised. And the sodium thing is not high at all. Okay. You know what you would think with more, um, it has 26% protein in it, 15 grams. Dang. I, I, I think like that's pretty good. Yeah, I like the, uh, I think my favorite thing that I've had from them has been like their sausage. Their sausage, yeah. Have you had those? I think those are pretty good. Yeah, or their corn dogs. That's what I like. I like, they make good corn dogs. Oh, the, the what are? They make good corn dogs. They make good veggie corn dogs. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I haven't had those. It's like, okay, with the vegan meat thing, it's like, okay, I'll do the sausage sandwich thing I was just talking about, you know? And I like the tofu, um, but the, uh, when it comes to like actual just like meat shaped foods other than the sausage i guess i guess i'm not adventuring out enough yet but like i'm not there to eat a vegan hot dog yet uh, you know you. and i'm not there yet i got you okay <laughs> yeah like but i think maybe one of these days maybe this summer maybe i'll try one but the kimchi but the adventurous food was that we had recently mr touch and i had was some african food they have this cabbage like uh fried cabbage type of thing and then this other i don't know if it was kimchi i don't know what it was it was this like small but sweet and had red sauce on it i don't know it was i think it was warm either way it was good it was my first time trying some like african food you know oh okay uh was it did it have cabbage in it yeah they had side of cabbage and stuff like that yeah it was, was really good was it uh like ethiopian yeah no no hold on mr touch will tell me what was it Kenyan. Okay, yeah, this oh, lady was from Kenya. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Kenyan food. It, it was really good and definitely going to go there for sure again. Shout out to Taste of Africa. If you guys haven't been there, I highly recommend it. So you said you went to study at, did you say a Buddhist? Buddhist, yeah, a Buddhist, Buddhist seminary, yeah. With the, a Buddhist seminary? Yeah. Do you know the name or can you share the name with yeah, us? Yeah, the Five Mountain uh, Zen Order and with lineage to Korea in, in the United Buddhist Church of Vietnam. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I don't think I've heard of that one. Yeah, there's so that, that one there. They used to be based out of Kansas City, Missouri. And I think now they're like headquartered out of New York. And they were previously affiliated in like Los Angeles. And like the other big one in the Kansas, okay. Kansas City, Missouri area is the Kansas Zen Center. And that's in Lawrence. Oh, that is so cool. So you traveled all, have you been to those other places where they're at or just the one here? Uh, New York, but not Los Angeles. Not Los Angeles? How was the one in New York? Was it fun? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. not fun, but you know, like being 
yeah, it was fine. I mean, like, I also went to, uh, like, Unity Temple. We used to have, uh, like, Zen retreats and, like, Waldo and stuff in people's houses and, like, like, for, like, uh, like, like days-long Zen retreats where we just, like, meditate all day and, and like, oh my gosh. do, like, sutra readings. Yeah, it was a really beautiful experience. And, like, I was, I was actually on the ordination path to, like, Buddhist priesthood, actually. Really? Yeah. I just, that I, is amazing. I haven't, I haven't gotten back on, on that wagon. I don't know if I'm going to or not, but yeah, I was, yeah. Taking, I was taking MDiv courses. What are those? What are those? You said like, are, call, like masters of divinity, like, oh. like for like, uh, like minister, for like ministry work and stuff like that. Right. Oh, that's cool. Do you think you might want to get back into that, or is that just probably maybe something that guides you on that path back or not? I don't know. I mean, I for me like. Zen is always a practice, and it's kind of one of those, like, I mean, yeah. as far as, like, ordination, like, I don't know, because that would entail having, like, uh, a lot of responsibilities within that particular Buddhist order, and then with, like, the community. Yeah, um, there's a lot you need to do, and within the community, it's not just, like, you get it, and then you can just go meditate and pray, and just yeah, be quiet I mean, like, you want, you know, yeah, I Right. If I were like, you know, like a wandering monk or something, I might be able to live more of that lifestyle. Or if I was just trying to like, in the Buddhist tradition, in the Zen tradition, you know, like living in a monastery, just trying to like achieve, you know, Satori or Kensho or whatever, just like wake up to liberate myself and then liberate, help other people, you know, wake up, you know, like. Right. That would, be, that would be an idea where I could just like meditate all day. But like if you're doing ministry, then that kind of like, you know, adds several like there like a lot of different layers onto your your daily responsibilities and right becomes like a full-time job you know so oh that's that's wild yeah so yeah it depends if you have time but you're into a lot of different arts you know yeah, yeah exactly. and, you know mixed media and you know and everything like that you're different you know or you know you practice a lot of different mediums it seems yeah i do i mean like i you know it's interesting because Jeez, how did I get my, in the, the creative world, I think I got my start in, like, writing and cartoons. Like, oh, yeah. Like, cartooning and, like, writing. And, like, and when I say writing, I mean, like, I think originally it was, like, screenplays or poetry, and then, like, mm -hmm. and then, and, like, cartoons. I, I had, like, a, like, a cartoon, cartoon bookmark business when I was, like, five. <laughs> Wow, really? I would, like, I would laminate. You're making that money. Yeah, yeah I would laminate that stuff. And then, like, I'd, I'd sell it to, like, people. And I made, like, a fair amount, like, as, like, a little kid business, you know? And, like, it's kind, yeah. like, kind of like my version of a lemonade stand, you know? Like, right, but with art, that's very creative. I, man, I wish I would have thought of that as a kid. I don't think I was at this artistic ability I, I'm at now. That's cool. And then I then I evolved later into more of like the film and photography and like then briefly painting and then kind of more into the multimedia stuff. And then I got really big just into like, you know, incorporating a lot of satirical elements and kind of like verbal art. And it's just kind of taken on this tangential life of its own. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing you said verbal because I have this episode and listeners should know. Two, two nouns verbing and a yellow noun. It's the noun less verbal by. <laughs> That's rubber crosses two road, two roads in the yellow wood. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> a little off topic there. Okay, keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, it's <laughs> kind of like 
you know, if, if uh, you know any of your listeners were to check out, you know, like my Instagram page, it's just at Alexi Savru, like just you know, it's my name. Yes. But like, but like it's if they see my page, like it's kind of like, or if they you know were to Google me or whatever and look at some of my work, like it's yeah, you know, it's very like I, it's very like it's it's like mixed media, like emphasis on mix. You know, like there's a lot of different elements going on even within like one work. Yeah. There's like, I've seen some of your work where you're like this video, but then there's a lot of things going on in the background and, you know, some of your art, music, you know, your word, you know, just a lot. It's really cool how you, you know, do that. There's a lot to it. Or just like, yeah, or like movements or like, so I guess you could kind of incorporate that into like performance art or dance or, yeah, I don't know, or monologue, monologue comedy. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I love doing monologue comedy, and I <laughs> back out of back out of like this habit I had when I was just like when back when back in like you know my heavy smoking days, you know, like when I was mm-hmm. when I was younger, and like when I was just like uh, I just had like all these personas that I would take on, and and uh, <laughs> you know, at the time I was working as a projectionist at a movie theater, and uh, we were you know that was just kind of kind of my kind of went oh, all of my funny. things, like yeah, we just. That continued, like, we, we did that in my, like, 20s, and I was still, like, this monologue, like, satirist, comedian, and mm-hmm. I, just, I refuse to relinquish, you know, my role as a monologuist. It's just, it's too so, much fun, like, and I incorporate philosophy into it as well. Oh, well, that's cool. So, like, you're a uh, monologue, so you're, like, standards telling, like, a story. Yeah, or just like I'm, I'm dealing with like some kind of like you know narration of ideas at least you know like like something that's like you know philosophical like as you've seen or like uh, you know like I interview myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh definitely yeah. It's like there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's it's good. Yeah, like I do my podcast by myself. You know, I'll just be talking and you know talking about what I'm doing. You know, that's what this is. It's high and doing things. High and doing what getting getting high on God's green earth, what you call getting freshly. Like, I'm about to get freshly right now. <laughs> and, and then, like, our, our, our life, our art, or exercise, just whatever it is that makes you feel good, you know, and you're just, like, and you're doing that, you know, it gives you a high. And if you happen to be actually high, like I am, <laughs> it makes it a little bit more fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I have, I miss those days. It's been, it's been a little while. Uh, yeah. But it's... Like, you know, like you, I'm sure you've noticed, I have, you know, definitely like credibility on like the stoner satire scale, you know, like, uh-huh. but it's such a, like, it's such a marvelous thing. Like so many, I feel like so many people miss out on is just, you know, like these little, like little moments of like, you know, mm-hmm. where like you're truly present, you know, and truly like invested in the present they're too like it's good to be future focused but it's also like you know a wonderful and beautiful and magnificent thing to be invested in the present moment and that's kind of that is a zen phenomenon it's like a zen it is yeah yeah because i I agree with that because that's not you know it takes practice and um for a lot of people in the pandemic i mean you know they have to learn to just know to sit like i said you know and then if you've been practicing yoga and meditation and it's not really about how long you can do it. Eventually, it don't go longer, but just practicing that being able to just be, you know. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and I think part of the reason that so much of our you know culture was unaccustomed to that, you know, or at least not even in America, but just the Western Hemisphere, was just because 
you know, we live in a, a culture and in a in an economic environment and all the rest where we, we're kind of like, it's like the ultimate, you know, do or die rat race and people aren't like, they're not cultivating themselves like, you know, in ways that I think would be like emotionally or physically or spiritually healthy. It's all just like, you know, work, 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 work. And work is important, right. work is important but it's like, you know, it's, it's also important to take care of yourself too, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's like you got to be able to, you know, be in the moment and just like be like right there. Like some people just like, okay, I got to go. I got to make money. I got to do this. And they get to the next thing and they do it right now. And then, you know, once they do this, then I'll be fine. You know, and it's like there's always going to be something else that you're going to need. Or right. Want. Yeah. It's like okay. this, this endless series of aspirations that just doesn't stop. And it's like, well, if you're not going to enjoy the ride, what is the point? Like, you know, that's true. But it's the point, you know, and like, honestly, I have the experience in that because I worked, used to work three jobs. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm enjoying the earth and I'm trying to get my dog's, like, outfit on so she can go potty. Oh, I got you. All right, go over there. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. You know, this is live and in the moment type of thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah for sure. But being in the moment is true, you know, so it's like you just need to be here the best you can. And just like it's gonna pass you by, like people who have kids, you need to just enjoy them because they're not gonna always gonna be there, you know, yeah. or you're not gonna always be there. And like while they're little, people say it's like as soon as precious time, and it's like yeah, but see, I have a fur baby, so with me and my dog, it's just like oh, she's gotten bigger, she gained a pound, it's so precious, you know. <laughs> she's a Chihuahua Yorkie Fendi. Oh, well, nice. I think she's I think she's five. Or four and a half, five. I think she'll be five this year. My parents just got a Dalmatian. Oh wow! Yeah. Is it a nice Dalmatian? Yeah, I mean, why? Well, I, I think so. I mean, do they have a reputation for being kind of difficult? I don't know. Well, I heard they can be a little. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're like a one family, one person type of thing, I think, you know? Is it a puppy that he gets all dog? Uh, they adopted. I don't know how old the dog is, but I don't I don't know exactly, no. I think it's like, it's like a couple years old, I think. Okay, that's cool. I think adopting dogs is good because there's so many of them out there, you know? Yeah, for sure. And like, honestly, yeah, that's just, that's the way to go. And like, they need your help. Yeah, I like animals. Yeah. That's part of the reason, that's like, so that's part of the reason why, like, I don't eat meat. Just because I like animals so much, you know, like, don't eat the critters, you know? You know, like, yeah, don't eat the critters. And like, one of the things, and this is something I was going to write my thesis on for my uh, Masters of Divinity in the Buddhist ministry was actually, you know, because in Buddhism, vegetarianism is part of the code of ethics. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. One, one thing that I was going to do for my thesis was actually write, like, you know, how would, like, and I don't know how I would study this, you know, longitudinally, but it'd just be an interesting hypothesis. It's just, what would, like, what would the effect be, like, on the ecological reservoir, on the environment, on life, on, like, all different forms of life, if, like, the, in, like, people's health, if, like, the whole yeah. world just went vegetarian, you know, thing that I was kind of riffing on, like, you know. Okay, is that what you mean? Like, your thesis was on if the whole world went vegetarian? Yeah, like, well, how would that impact, like, the ecological reservoir, like, people's health, the environment, all different forms of life, like, you know, species that yeah. the danger of, like, going extinct, like, the food chain. I didn't get that far, but that's what that, that, those were, like, my initial ideas, like. Well, I think that's really cool. Like, my thought on that, if you want to know, is that, okay, if everybody went vegetarian, then we'll have, like, all these cows, <laughs> chickens, and then all these other like animals be like 
hey, you're not eating us. Hmm, there's a lot more of us than you. But no, I'm like, really, no one needs to be eating or killing the tigers and the lions and all those things. Like, let, leave them alone. Like, just like, I think there's more than enough lands in this whole entire world to relocate where they, in the proper areas you know, that they can live in, you know, environments, but there's plenty of environments in the world that they can transport them to instead of killing them because they feel like there's too many. Well, and also just like some of the, some of the, you know, practices for, you know, like what is just like raising, raising, you know, animals just to be killed for food is like, mm. they, they go, they, they pump them full of like antibiotics and stuff. And they're like, like, they, you know, it just gets really... Yeah gross yeah oh i've seen that yeah i don't like that that's why i became vegan and vegetarian like and a vegetarian meaning that i have a medical background where i just know is that safe to quit everything right away you need to do it slowly and to cut out all certain things and switching over if you know yourself and everybody's body is different right, right for sure yeah you know, so some people can just cut it cold turkey and be fine you know so it's like okay there's the people, you know, debate back and forth on like whether veganism's okay or not, and if you're healthy enough. And it's funny because it's like, yes, where do you think it comes from? From the earth, people eat, the animals eat the, you know, the grain or this or that, right? Yeah. And all this, so what do we need to eat them for? We can just eat what they're eating. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, you know, like art and like poetry and stuff, there's this great essay by mm -hmm. the uh, second generation English romantic poet, Percy Bishy Shelley, called a vindication of natural diet and he's basically like it was written in the early 19th century i think and oh really yeah he like he, he wrote like this whole pamphlet on like why vegetarianism was like historically and medically and and like philosophically superior to a to a meat lifestyle and like diet yeah wow that is awesome yeah i like books like that that teach you things like read actual tangible books do you read your books online or do you like actual physical books um well i actually had i actually had <laughs> my i lost my book collection in a messed up roommate situation so uh, yeah that's kind of how it uh, happens yeah so like, right so like now nowadays like i have like a handful of books that i was able to salvage but like i'm all about you know reading what i can or like pdf documents or you know i'm in like like I'm in graduate school at the moment at UMKC, so like I, I have a lot of reading through them. And it's just like there are like libraries are always like yes. a great resource, you know. Like yeah. But I'm like, whenever, whenever I buy a book, whenever I buy like a hard copy book, like for me mm -hmm. it's like for me it's like voting. It's like I'm like I bought the book previously. And yeah. Even if like uh, it had uh, I had lost it or I there was somewhere in my apartment I couldn't find it. I was like, you know what? I like that book so much, I'm going to support this author again by, like, right. casting a ballot for that book, you know, like, that kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah, I totally get it, because there's some authors, <clears throat> excuse me, some authors and some people that I just kind of admire, so I would buy their book, you know, because, you know, kind of want to actually hear about their life story, you know, but there's not many that I have, but I like fiction and spiritual books and yeah you know yeah, learning sure. new ways of thinking and opening your mind and you know and incorporating those different things into your life that fits you know best for you like have you heard of this book called the four agreements 
It sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know that I've read it, but it sounds vaguely familiar at the very least. Well, in the full agreement, is this a book that I have and then gives it some copies to other people. Um, it's just literally just four things and it's by the Toltecs and that's how old it is. It's just, it's really awesome. Let me see here. I have two good bookshelves here, double stacked with books. <laughs> like there's some in the back and then there's another row in front of those. <laughs> I love, I love books. Okay, so yeah, okay, this book is by um, Don Miguel Ruiz and he wrote a lot of different books. Um, this book called The Four Agreements is a practical guide to personal freedom, the wisdom book. Huh. And I'm not going to read the whole paragraph, I'm just going to list sure, sure, sure. are. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. And always do your best. That nice. simple. You know, it's not even yeah. a very long book. Easy one to read and get through, but it's very profound in a way that it's explaining different things and different yeah. examples and narratives. Kind of like maxims, you know, like like proverbs or aphorisms or like at least the way that sounds like it's like structured philosophically, you know. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. And I read that and I was like, oh, that is just right up my alley. Yeah, I, that's how I've been. I feel about different things, you know. I agree with those. Um, you know, it makes it life a little easier, like you're talking about more of a zen life where, you know, what others say and do, that's one of it, part of one of them has something to do with you. Yeah. 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 So that, that is, I think that's just really kind of really, you know, awesome. But then, you know, when you get into those types of, uh, you know, way out there thinking, you know, psychedelics or, you know, or out of body experiences that leads to, you know, I went to travel to different planets. <laughs> you know, I went to another world. I call sometimes when you um, step outside yourself, if people call, uh, well, what the doctors like to call disassociation, I just call it a space walk. You know? You know it's, it's, it's like a space walk. <laughs> yeah, I call, I call it a space walk. Okay. Oh, that is a dope way to describe that. that yeah, it's just like, I'm just on a space walk. Look, my physical self, which is not really who I am, my soul, I need to get out of here. So, I mean, like, philosophically, scientifically, like, ideologically, right? Like, like the whole idea of, like, like you know, matter is as it appears, like, this materialist thing, chemical interactions govern everything. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's like a snake eating its own tail. Like, it does, it's like, there are so, it, it's kind of like the, the, the frontiers of empiricism only work in, like, when you're dealing with math and logic, when you start, mm -hmm. to, you start to break things down into like the way the world actually interacts. There's, you know, that's one of the teachings that teach you in Zen is that like, basically the easiest way to describe what Zen teaches you over a whole course of study, over a lifetime of study, broken down from all the sutras, all of the meditation, the easiest three things. Right. Like, like reality is not as it appears. Right. We're not as smart as we think. Right. And we're all stupid. <laughs> well, I know. Like like, how do you, it's funny, I think it's funny how we like to try to study the brain, but we have a brain, and then once the brain is outside the body and you're trying to study it, it's not within the body, even when you do lobotomies or you do, you know, while the brain is still attached and you, you know, open the skull and all that fun stuff, you know, and start poking things to see what happens, but still, you yeah. still don't know everything about the brain you know like here, here's here's my problem here's part of my problem like we can't even explain how like a lot of like psychiatric drugs work exactly 
And so how can you expect, fully expect me to, in all seriousness, entertain this notion that you have the brain and the mind in every interaction in the human physiological system and in the yeah. world, you know, figured out to 100% scientific certainty. And the simple answer is you do not. You know? <laughs> right. You, well, yeah, you can't. You, you, they, they don't. That's why it's called a educated guess. Right, um, yeah, or like, like, a, hypothesis. Like, a, like a hypothesis, you know, like... Right, like science, and we get it, and science is funny, you can always keep experimenting and trying different things, and, different you know, theories, a lot of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that they try on things and do that they don't tell us, because it's like, well, how do you know this thing would die? Oh, well... <laughs> yeah. Some of it just gets like, you know, like really like like theoretical physics stuff gets to be like just what I would call sheer like stoner philosophy territory. Yes, stoner philosophy. Yes, I love that. Yeah, like I just like like some of these things are like, really, you needed a PhD for this? I could have done this with like a bowl of like ice cap when I was 18. Like, yes, that's true. That's true. Forget your MIT education. Just give me a just give me a fourth, you know, like give me a fourth in a couple of days, you know. like it's we're, we're uh the, the publishing company is now working on getting it like 
basically wherever fine books are sold, like nationwide. So I'm really excited <laughs> about this re-release. Yeah. Heck yeah, you should be excited. That is amazing. That yeah, is amazing. No, it's yeah. It's uh, I'm 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 really trying to. I mean, like yeah, like artificial intelligence is my day job as working as a linguist. <laughs> but what I'm trying to do is get to a point where I can just like literally make a comfortable, you know, financial living just you know through nothing but you know creativity. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my that's kind of my longer term goal. But that's you know it's. It, that's what I consider to be my life's my life's work. Aside from like you know just like being, you know like besides from like you know sharing ideas and like like cultivating friendships, cult- cultivating relationships, you know helping people, mm-hmm. you know is just like creativity and, and, and art and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, art man. I like I like your art. You know, it's a different um, type of genre and style. You know, I don't even know how I, I, know how I categorize it. Like I've, I've talked to art yeah. and curators and critics and like. They're kind of like they don't know how they would categorize it. They just kind of feel like it's like a window into like weird. It's absurd. It's high. It's high art. It's low art. It's like satirical. It's intellectual. Yeah. It's goofy. It's you know I don't know. It's 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 mixed media. It's different media. You know so I don't know. It's they have trouble categorizing it, and that's that's like a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. In some ways because yeah. like, you know because you know like consistent aesthetic helps you in the marketplace and helps you in the art world but you know then again like i always my counter to that is always that like my aesthetic is like more of like thematic elements as opposed to you know stylistic ones you know it's kind of like it's it's very much like you know me just kind of searching for like 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 i did in my poetry you know kind of searching for a synthesis of truth or reality or the nature of you know it's kind of like a zen quest like a spiritual quest you know Right, for more truth and for more understanding and everything you just mentioned. Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. And a way of, like, you know, to keep learning because you should always be learning and growing as long as yes. you live. And like, and, like, if you're not challenging yourself or if you're not, like, forcing yourself to, like, learn, like, new things or even, like, step outside of your echo chamber or whatever the case may be, like, like that's, those sorts of things are what, like, push, like, you and, like, and like those you love and like all of humanity collectively into new growth you know and if you're not growing like you know you're like stagnate and that's not healthy you know yeah that is not healthy you gotta always try to you know branch out try new things you know when i started this podcast i was so nervous at first you know about even going live but i think you know like what is my pastor said a long time ago do it afraid you know oh yeah that's good advice yeah you know, because if you if you're afraid, it's probably you know if it makes you nervous, you probably should do it. Yeah, no, you, yeah. You know, besides you know jumping on planes or bungee jumping, unless that's yeah, you know well, you're yeah. thrilled, that's fine. But yeah, if you're terrified, maybe don't. Different kind of risk. Different kind of risk. Yeah. I would venture to say that doing the podcast actually has more of a reward than bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. The, pay, the payoff is more than just like an adrenaline rush. It's like. Not only do you get the adrenaline rush when you do something creative and innovative, but you also get like fulfillment, like so many different levels. And like, and like you know, you, you're taking those risks and stuff that like doing things that you know might initially might initially make you you know a little like hesitant or reluctant. 
know, you're growing as a person, you're growing right. emotionally, you're growing spiritually, you're growing artistically, you know, and it's just like, it's nothing but good things, like those doors keep opening, and like people start listening more, and like people yeah. start paying attention, and like opportunities present themselves, and it's just like this entrepreneurial, just like, it's like the journey we're talking about, you know, it just gets real, real a, lot, a lot of fun, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, because it is, it is a lot of fun, it's just like you're, you know, I'm just doing my thing who I am and not, I mean, I know I'm always expecting good things, but just being who I am and just doing my own thing and not being like anyone else or anything yeah. like that. You know, I and think like, everyone, it just happens to be you're just authentically yourself without and, trying and to we, make something happen. Yes. And we live in a culture which is like, it is, it's a terrible disease from which our culture in particular suffers is where it kind of, we kind of are taught that we are like it's not okay to be who we are right and i am just like agree with you 110 percent. like authenticity is like is really like that is that is you know above above all else especially in creative endeavors but also just like talk about things to aspire to in like you know your personal life you know like like if you're not being yourself like like you're you're what are you, you know, what are you doing? What is it all for? What is it about, you know? Right, yeah, what are, you gotta do things that make you happy. Like, if you're doing things that, you know, make you happy, then it's not really a job, you know? Yeah. You know, but not all the time you get to, but you gotta find something, you know, out there that makes you happy or just, you know, brings that spark, you know, that zen nature, you know, back to you. Because it's like, I think all of our nature originally is, you know, not, how everything the world wants you to be like or what they think you should do and like you know the there's your body or your face or you should think or whatever you know like just be yourself whatever that is that's a very zen thing to say just be yourself like you know like it's kind of like it's kind of like like there's a very it's kind of like the sudden like realization of like truth you know like just like you know just just be yourself you know like be you know as you are, as it is, immediately in the present, in the present moment, right? Like that's just that's just yeah. Kind of like, like that's just who I am. This is what you see is what you get. What I say is what I say. You know, it's whatever. And if you like it, you look. If you don't, you don't. That's okay because your people will find you and vibe with you. You know. And that and the, and the immediacy and the relevance of all of that is also just a very like beautiful like you know zen kind of kind of you know outlook and worldview as well yeah i agree yeah i think that's you know how a lot of people should try to do you know and like and if you like you know what is on you know out there in the world and mainstream media or you admire someone or something out there you know that you like want to be like that's that's fine you know because that's where you know, people come like muses or just inspiration comes from, you know? Sure, sure. It's good to like inspire people, but you know, and do your own thing, add your own thing to it, you know? Because there's only one you, there's only, like, okay, there's other people that make mixed media art, you know? Right. And do, you know, make books, you know, write books and stuff like your book, Graffiti on the Window, you know, that's available, you know, in all these, you know, books or you said Barnes and Noble and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, day books and things, you know, and but doesn't mean that because you have a book that other people had books out there that oh well I, I'm not gonna make one because you know there's other people already made a book. Well, it's They're, like you know Mark Twain, Mark Twain or Oscar Wilde. I think I forget who it was. They said something like, "You have to be yourself. Everyone else is taken." 
That's right. Yeah. So it's like you write your story because there's only one you. You make your art because no one makes art like you make your art. Yeah. You know? also, like whenever I see artists like imitating other artists, like after they, they they come out of art school, they're kind of like trained to like create whatever is academically popular. I'm like, no, I want you to do what you are doing before only with like the skills that you learn to like just enhance it not not imitate you know right just enhance it not imitate you know it's like okay before this zentangle you know stuff came out i had been doing that for quite a long time but no like since i was a lot younger than i am now you know because i'm a vampire and i'm like 300 something years old but <laughs> you know but back in my young times even younger times maybe, maybe it's the vegetables that keep you alive you know i think it is the vegetables you know because yeah. it's the thing you know vegetables green or green you know makes you they're lush and they're good and the vegetables and then the skin of the fruits and the skin of the vegetables you know are good for you and your skin live 300 something years old <laughs> but um but i was just saying like i don't forgot what i was saying what was i saying oh yeah okay so like before those back in the day i was making those things because i always put on my on my art side of my page the dark sugar art you know yeah. on instagram i always say anxiety into beauty so when you can't you know, sometimes you need a fidget, an adult fidget, or just even, does anyone can fidget? You know, make some art, just draw. And cause sometimes you're in a meeting or in class or, you know, at church or grandparents' house, wherever you yeah, are. I remember, I remember to, no, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just, remember, I just remember you drawing some of that stuff during some of those times when we were hanging out. And I just remember being blown away by like the specificity and like the detail and like, Oh, okay, that's just really interesting. Sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Was... No, 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 you're fine. No, thank you so much. Yeah, because it is very intricate and small, but that's what my anxiety does, I guess, or whatever just comes out of it, but it comes out beautiful. And, you know, people like it, but it's like, I didn't think people would like it. It was very, you know, when you, we had met at the art show, and you came and said, wow, you know, you, you know, like you just said, you admired my art. And I was just like, oh, wow, you know, someone else in my family likes my art you know yeah. um, you know so an honest outside opinion on things and and things went from there um i had my art in some stores uh, shout out to chanik gives out in olathe i like nice. that place it's really cool i know that store since i was like 15 but that's another story but when we wrap up here but uh yeah oh, you know what? i have a quick record food recommendation oh you. yeah I, what is it quick food recommendation Blue Nile Cafe. Blue Nile Cafe. Okay, it's, Blue uh, Nile Cafe. It's, it's, it's Ethiopian food, so shout out to them because they make really good stuff. It's all vegan and vegetarian. Oh, yum. Oh, that's awesome. I'm enjoying that down. Yeah. Vegan and vegetarian. I, I think they have like some meat, but like it's primarily vegan, vegetarian. They're in like the like part of the city market area with like all those like organic like shops and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in there. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I like those too. Um, I wanted yeah. to go over there because I like the city market and stuff, you know. So I have to go check that out because I don't think I've been there before. Yeah, it, it, it really, it really is. And I was going to say something earlier, but it's okay. It's gone on. It does not matter. We're in the moment here, and it's how this goes. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what? It, this was. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed this because it's like I feel like. You know, this is 
like we're able to just be ourselves and like it's just so refreshing and you know whenever i whenever i've done like other you know more like other you know like media interviews and it's like you're expected to behave a certain way oh and yeah like i i just like you know on the inside you know i'm still very much you know like that 20 year old you know like we're all little kids in some way or teenagers yeah. or and just like you know just like that goofy eccentric like whatever like pothead dude like that's that's what i'm always going to be yeah to, you know? <laughs> of course because you guys stay in touch with your you know your inner yourself you know your inner child or whatever you want to call it it's like you know you should always still play you should still always explore things you know, take those space walks and, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and stay creative in whatever way that you, you know, you're creative and read books, you know, those are important. So one more time, go ahead to tell us again where we can get your book, Alexi. Okay. Thank Cool. Thank you. Like, so for uh, Graffiti on the Window, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the major like corporate outlets, and then just nationally, wherever fine books are sold, or you can just Google my name or and, and all that stuff and, and it'll pop up or whatever. So, but yeah, no, uh, I encourage you all to check it out and uh, make sure you follow this podcast. And it's been so, it's been so real. I, yeah. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah, I'm really glad you were on here. Let's see, everyone, don't forget you guys to check out his Instagram handle at the same name. And I enjoyed having you on here. It's been a good conversation. Also, you know, on, on this podcast, it's like, it's unedited, unscripted. I keep saying that. It's like, just be yourselves, you know, and just, I want you guys to, you know, to always feel comfortable, you know, because, I mean, why do you need to fake anything just to be talking, you know, having good conversation, but... All right. Well, again, I appreciate you being on here, Alexi. Thank you, everyone, for listening to High End Doing Things. Don't forget to follow me at High End Doing Things on Instagram. And you can also send me messages on here if you have any questions or just want to shout out. Peace. All right, Alexi, I'll see you later. All right. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out.